0: Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host Kirby Hosman. Joining me today, a brand new rock star, and I just love his title. He's the Chief Growth Officer and Managing Partner at Revenue Zen. He's Ken Marshall. Ken, thanks so much for joining me.
1: And hey, Kirby, thanks a ton for having me. It sounds like it's going
0: to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I I want to start right there with the, you know, it seems like titles are getting more and more creative, right? Like it used to be, or just like (laughs) a boss or a worker or whatever. And so what, for those who don't know what chief growth officer, what does a chief growth officer do?
1: Sure. Well, I think my title would have been chief. Marketing, you know, mad scientist or experimenter (laughs) or adventurer, but that sounds less professional than chief growth officer. Uh, So, what I like to tell people who may have never heard of this very fancy new agey title is if you think about the function of like a CMO, they're in charge of marketing and growth strategy, but the the person who's in charge of like sales or revenue is very usually re- focused on like sales process and ops and things like that how do we make these numbers go up and then the chief of product is the technical person who knows the ins and outs of the code or the the service structure and they're the architect of those deliverables and so i'm somewhere in the middle my background is an seo and content strategy and inbound but doing it for myself to generate leads and for others using the same system so i merged with revenues End last year They were a different type of shop. And I said, okay, I need to lead the product, the service line, but I also Mm -hmm. need to sell and help the sales team and build our own growth, which, you know, you can take a look at any sort of analytics. We've done a good job of. So it's sort of in the middle of all three of those things.
0: Well, and I I think if you can title yourself adventurer, you are doing okay. I think that's like, I, I aspire to be chief adventurer. That's, that's pretty good. I like that a lot. So next in, business. yeah, in, in, in uh, reading up about you, I know that, you know, you've been described as sort of a serial entrepreneur and I love that. Um, so what is the, your favorite business that you've ever started?
1: Oh my gosh. And I use that loosely. I'm not a, um, I consider myself very blessed and successful, but I'm not a billionaire. I'm not no Jeff right. Bezos. But I, I, since I was a kid, I've had, you know, I did the lemonade stands. I sold the yeah. candy out of my locker, I pushed yeah. the lawnmower around the neighborhood. Totally. Like, so totally. when I say a off launch, I just mean I like starting things that make a dollar. Yeah. Um, I think two come to mind. One is obviously doorbell. Uh, the first agency I started because it's the one that worked the most. I loved building that before it sold. But I think when I was a kid, I got a lot of satisfaction out of like, I would do things like uh, I met with a master gardener association and I got the plug for all the different master gardeners. I would bring my friends along with me or I would move somebody (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One time I remember looking in the paper and somebody needed to be moved and I got my two buddies along. And so I have fond memories of just doing these odd jobs, like bailing hay, bringing my buddies along. Uh, so any summer odd job business, quote unquote, those are my favorite memories.
0: So. Oh man. I, I love that. It's funny because so uh my wife and I are pretty entrepreneurial, right? And then we've got two kids and and it's I I tell my kids all the time. I'm like people have a weird definition of what success in business looks like because it's like if what your goal was and this so like my daughter wanted to buy an iPad and so we she created a t-shirt business and she sold them until she made enough money to buy her iPad. She yeah. immediately shut the business down cuz like she, she accomplished her goal. goal that's a success. Yeah. So that's really cool. I love that. So because you've uh, started uh, several businesses, I'm curious, what's like some of the best advice you've received when it comes to starting a business?
1: Yeah, I, I think for me, one of the things that I try to do most immediately, uh, other than the normal, you know, business and marketing and sales advice, which is to like, define a really specific like target audience Mm, or ICP um, understand like your positioning in the market. My favorite thing after those basic steps um, is sort of good advice from like James clear. If you're (laughs) trying to build a new habit or Charles Duhigg, it's like, what is the smallest action I can Mm. take that would further this business and further my customer's experience that isn't difficult that I could learn in under a week or that I already know. And so for me, um, I'm working on another small company called uh, Best Freelancer Tools. And it's essentially like the G2 or the Captera for solopreneurs and then a software to go along with it. Um, And it's like, what was the first thing I could do to make money or to build the company? And it was create a basic directory in a couple of hours. I, I didn't need to think about monetization. It was like, what's to make this thing real? What do I need to do? And that's where I see people get stuck the most often is like, Mm -hmm. well, how do I turn this into a $10 million company? Do I need to raise funding? It's like, you don't even have a business model. You don't even know what you're Mm going to do next week. And so if you start there, I feel like the momentum just builds on itself.
0: I love that. I've heard it described as do the next right thing. Like whatever the next right thing is, do that. And I, I think that's super good advice. I love that, Ken. All right. Final question for you. So You mentioned earlier that you, you know, you've got a background in doing SEO and some of the uh, other inbound marketing stuff. So in addition to starting a business, what you have a love for that inbound marketing. Why? Why do you enjoy the inbound marketing uh, side of the business?
1: Yeah, I just realized that all my responses uh, involve a quote from a book that I love, but to give a nod to to Seth Godin, um, it's just, you know, attraction-based marketing, organic. It's gone by many names, content marketing, SEO follows the methodology to some um, aspect. But when somebody has permission and is delighted to to not only do business with you, but more fundamentally to approach you, to have the space to ask questions, to scrutinize, to compare, to learn. Um, from a business standpoint, the leads are warmer, they're mm-hmm. easier to close, the lifetime values for a customer, I could go on and on with normal, you know, boring business jargon. But at the heart of it, that human being Wants to do business with you as much as you want to do business with them. And a lot of business models are slightly like either more predatory or, or gimmicky and how they get, uh, you know, they use psychology incorrectly or kind of nefariously. And I think that SEO is beautiful because somebody's saying, you've educated me after getting my peaking my interest you've allowed me to compare your solution. You've allowed me to compare your solution to others that are you competing against. And now I like you so much that I want to learn about your company history, your case studies. Mm. And then they get in touch because they're just like, take my credit card. I love you. I know you. I trust you. Uh, You're an expert. So let's do this thing. And you can just say, yes. Or responsibly, no, you're not a good fit. But mm. you see the interaction; it's so much different.
0: So. Totally. I, I so I, it's it's so funny. I think it takes it from selling to serving, um, and it, it's exactly what you're talking about. Because by the time they come in and they've gone through that thing, it's not a question of whether they're going to buy. It's whether a question. It's a question of what. Is the proper solution for you to present them with, right? And they trust you based uh, on that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. So I, I, I totally. I mean, obviously, we're, we're doing this, right? <laughs> it's what we do. Yeah, are um, we a
1: good fit? It's like you actually get to decide. Do we want to do this thing together? That's mutually beneficial. It's not some copy in an ad that sparked, you know, some chemical reaction right. and then they got them to click. But then later they're like, man, yeah, oh, what did I do? so not by the way i'm agnostic to marketing channels i think they all work and they all can be beautiful it's just less nefarious right you're yeah. not they're coming to you so
0: yeah oh man i love that ken well thank you so much for uh taking the time to do this ken i really appreciate it. we'll have to do it again sometime okay
1: yeah absolutely thanks kirby and everybody out there uh take care
0: all right well that's going to wrap up this edition of delivering marketing joy we'll see you next time